trust, quality and sustainability or values I live by. That's the quote from Werner Schieser when he has to summarize what is most important in his professional life. Werner Schieser looks back to an executive career in the field of professional services for more than 30 years. And he now focuses on his different board functions as chairman or member in several very interesting companies, mainly located in Switzerland. I know Werner for more than a decade, and I trust that his insights will also bring some additional learnings to our listeners here. Especially his different perspectives as an external service provider in the past and now in his role as a board member. I would also like to talk with Werner about the expectation he has when he trusts external advisors and what kind of red flags he sees in that specific industry when it comes to integrity. And as always, when I talk to my guests, I'm interested in what is not obvious, what is not written in the curriculum. I would like to learn about the human who impacts corporate integrity. Integrity, fraud, non compliance, and cybersecurity. Would you like to understand the root causes, detect threats, and take measurements to protect the most precious assets? As a leader, you need to be prepared and stay actionable in the event of an incident. Sonia Sternemann talks in her podcast, The Human Factor. Corporate integrity matters. To leaders and entrepreneurs who want to have impact, foster corporate integrity, and act as role models. As an international expert for corporate governance and integrity, entrepreneur, and independent board member, she knows the challenges. Let her inspire you. Welcome back to this new episode of the podcast, The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. You might be a board member, executive or non-executive, a business professional, a corporate integrity leader, or on your way there. I'm your mentor and sparring partner when it comes to corporate integrity with impact, founder of Corporate Integrity Concepts with the different formats for corporate integrity leadership, with the vision to protect and secure assets, reputation and actionability, yours and the one of your organizations. Why? because corporate integrity matters to all of us. But now let's talk to Werner. So, Werner, thank you very much for accepting my invitation and being here today. We both know each other now for more than a decade and I appreciate your contribution to our society with your different activities you have right now. And as you know, our conversation will focus on you, your professional environment and your own personal experience when it comes to corporate integrity. Very much looking forward to so you know a little bit what we are talking about today. And I'm so curious to know what kind of role corporate integrity plays right now in your current functions, because you are you're a chairman, you are a board member in different boards and also in different industries. So what is the role of corporate integrity there? Um, I think corporate integrity starts with, with, the, uh, with the individuals involved at, at first. So corporate integrity, um, to start with, start with me that I try my best to have a very high level of integrity for myself. And then entering a board, everyone knows in those boards that I'm present right now, everybody knows what I stand for. And um, so I think that they all accept that integrity is, is an integral part of, of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. 
And for corporate integrity, absolute key is the tone at the top. Those who rule uh, the board, those who rule the management, um, they have to be, um, they have to live that integrity day in and day out. And I think it's integrity is not, with that, integrity is not so much in the forefront of our topics and discussions because it's already set there by just by being there. I believe that I give a strong signal that integrity is key to me and, and they all know that. Of course, formally, um, integrity plays a high role in those industries that are more, more regulated. I will join a board uh, mid this year of a bank, so integrity there is automatically part of the discussions. And in the in smaller, smaller medium-sized enterprise boards, integrity is not uh, a constant topic during the discussions, mm -hmm. but it's there, it's in the room. So you brought up a very good point that you said, you know, I'm the one um, who, who shows what integrity means to me. Does it also happen with your colleagues? Because I think it's not normal or it's not, I, I don't see it that often, you know, what you said right now, because we really have to display and also demonstrate what we as a person, as an individual, what kind of integrity level we have. What is your experience with that? Because I have some colleagues not displaying or not showing up with their own integrity. Um, I think, or I do hope that the boards I choose to join are set with people that fulfill my requirements on integrity mm -hmm. and have, um, I, I cannot remember a clear case where somebody would have disappointed me in that regard. Mm -hmm. So I would say, well, I, I thought that that is a trustworthy person and, and I was deceived by, and mm -hmm. I learned afterwards. Okay. I had that in, in my, in my corporate career before I had people that <laughs> disappointed <laughs> me that did not live up to my standard uh, of integrity, but wherever I go, I think, so my, my test for integrity is I have, I want, if you wake me up three o'clock in the morning. And you ask me a question to some work I do in a board or earlier to, to some um, aspects of the company. I want to give exact the same answer as if you ask that question at two o'clock in the afternoon. That's a good so test. Do you, do you also use that test for your um, board executive board members you are going to hire? This would be interesting, you know, because I think it's a different level. And as you said before, you know, the, the career you had um, in the last 30 years, um, you were part of a, of, of a large organization uh, in the management team. Um, you had a lot of people working for and with you. And it's different. That's what you said. You know, you, 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 were, you also had the occasions where you were disappointed, maybe also about integrity. How do you deal with that? Or did you deal with that? Um. Yeah, that is no compromise because, well, as you know, I've been in, in the area of audit and, and, and fiduciary services. So that, that's absolutely zero tolerance environment. Because the only thing these companies have, the only asset these companies have is the integrity of their employees yeah. and partners. So there cannot be a compromise regard, uh, with regard to integrity and those people have to leave the firm. Absolutely. 
Yeah, thank you very much. And what what do you think are the biggest biases? You know, the biggest biases we have either on board level, on executive or non-executive board levels, when it comes to integrity. I do have the impression now looking what what's going on actually and and uh, reading newspapers and watching TV is um, the main mistake is that some rules do not apply to those at the top. So you have a corporate integrity is for the corporation, but because I am um, well, kind of above um, everything below that, uh, it does not apply to me. Uh, that happened in Downing Street and that happens in banks and that happens at other places too. And that's for for the uh, for the morale or for the for the, uh, the the sentiment in the company that's disastrous. Well, as you know, I have a long career with forensic services as well, mm -hmm. and and uh, most people knew that the guy or the girl who was cheating most knew that something uh, mm -hmm. is wrong there, which sends a terrible signal to all employees because when they know that they cheat at the top. Why shouldn't they cheat themselves? And they also recognize that they are protected by the boards, by the non-executive boards. You know, that's both. You know, if you have people cheating on management level, on the top level, on the on the on the executive board, employees see what's going on, but they also see that nobody is going to take action on the on the non-executive board level. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's a disaster. And, and so, I really so they feel they feel safe to. Yeah. To, do, to do the same things and cut corners. On one side, they feel safe, and on the other side, they have no hope that it's going to change as long as you have that constellation. And a lot of good people are leaving the companies. So, Werner, I would like to talk a little bit about your personal experiences you have and you had right now, you also have right and have right now. So, what was the moment, or was there a moment when your own personal integrity was under pressure or at risk? Can you remember any occasion back for the last 30 to 40 years? <laughs> well, in the audit, sometimes that happens to you. In mm -hmm. the audit, you have all these issues on the independence. But the, the mother of all dependencies is the fact that you are paid by your customer. And that's, <laughs> that's not treated at all. So you have to cover that with your personality. And mm -hmm. yes, there have been occasions where somebody would ask me, well, if you... If you don't feel like signing that report uh, now, um, I might be obliged to switch auditors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you have to say, yes, I think that's the best uh, way to go for both of us. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I think it's very important that um, your superiors um, do not kill you for, for uh, getting rid of a client under the under these circumstances. That's also, again, tone at the top, also tone at the top of a professional services firm and an audit firm. And we also have yep. cases right now, also in the press, where it may might not have happened. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. might be. <laughs> so, because it, it, dep it, it depends on, on the compensation of, of people. So <laughs> if, if, turno if turnover is, is a has a big impact on um, on turnover with the clients. Have a big impact on, on what you earn. Mm -hmm. You increase these temptations that Absolutely. you keep a client where you shouldn't keep that client because integrity is not given. 
and you cannot act independently. No, the independent independence in mind is just yeah. not given. It's gone. If you're, yeah, exactly. If you're treated like that, and if you're incentivized like that, it just can't happen. And you also displayed right now how you coped with that situation. But did you also receive support, or have you ever been in the position or in the situation that you said, you know? There's nobody supporting me in my decision right now, but I know it's the right way to go. Luckily enough, I did not experience <laughs> such a situation. <laughs> maybe it's also maybe it's also the reason why you stayed that long in one company. You know, for all the ones <laughs> listening to us, they can really check also Werner's um, LinkedIn profile, and you exactly know how long he stayed with his former firm before he became um, a professional board member. <laughs> so. How would you how would you support or what what advice would you give to younger people maybe also the ones starting now um, with an audit career how could they really make sure that they can follow their own integrity and not being influenced by such kind of negative behavior? Um, for me, it was always the question, and, and I had this discussion with with clients as well. Um, imagine next day. That is on the headlines of the news, the, the circumstances and your decision somehow. And um, some journalists ask you the questions and you have the microphone in front of your mouth. You have an intelligent answer to what he is asking or you don't have an intelligent answer. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the intelligent answer, then your, uh, your decision you're about to take is wrong. Okay. So it's always uh -huh. what... What would happen or what would people think if they were knew the facts? That's a good one. And I hope our listeners also take that for seriously for them and give the advice also to their maybe employees or um, colleagues and peers to chat. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. Thank you very much for that insight. When you look back at your um, professional career, yeah. Uh, I had an extremely interesting case in a forensic uh, where. In a public listed company, the CFO um, stole 20 million. Mm -hmm. And the CEO was invited by that CFO. That's all published in a book, so I can tell it. And then I had a discussion, and I was hired by the CEO. And then I had to go to the president of the board and tell him, you might have a problem with the CEO. Mm -hmm. That is a discussion you don't sleep very well the night before. <laughs> because you ask yourself, how, how strong is my case? Is that uh -huh. really so? And then um, we had that discussion with the president of the board. And at the end, I asked him exactly that question. But mm -hmm. when he asked me, do I have to get rid of the CEO or not? I asked him, if you read that in the newspaper tomorrow, the case and the decision you did not get rid of the CEO. And then mm -hmm. he said, yes, I understand. Okay. And he fired the CEO. Good. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> as you mentioned, you know, we don't like to have such kind of um, conversations, but we have to. And that's also our profession, that we are paid for that. And that's what we also stand for. And then that's the reason why they hire us. They need to have the truths on the table that they can really decide on what they have to do. And you supported the person, also the chairman, to make that decision with your smart questions. 
if you go in, in, in into that industry and, and your aim is to be loved by everyone, you're no. uh, at the wrong place. <laughs> we, are not, we are not looking for friends in our profession, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I, I like to have friends, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's not our aim, you know. But, but in the professional arena, <laughs> yeah. integrity is about friends. Absolutely. So when you when you look back, or when you also look what you do right now, you know, because you are also deciding on um, hiring external advisors because you are now in a board, and you also need support from externally sometimes when you do such kind of, um, for example, investigations. What are your expectations? Um, that you can trust external advisors? Well, they have to understand what they are doing. Please don't oversell. Mm -hmm. That's what happens regularly in the audit arena. Yep. Um, in particularly with uh, full audits, um, with some smart IT tools. Uh, yes, <laughs> cool, cool approach. <laughs> no, <about laughs> I just don't believe it. <laughs> we sold it ourselves. Yeah. Um, no, I, th I think it's it's um, that they only sell what they can sell, and that they are um, so really capable of doing their job they are hired for. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, external consultants that they, they cost something, but um, they shouldn't be for free. But first, think and then act. Sometimes, mm -hmm. especially with consultants, they try to start as quickly as possible before the aim of the exercise is clear. Because mm -hmm. as soon as people are on the job, it's the counter because. is ticking. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and they need and to first, understand. Yeah. First, an analysis of, of the situation and the contribution the external advisor should bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And only when that is clear and when you have defined the milestones, timeline and costs involved, then they, then they can start. Mm -hmm. And what would you say are the red flags in that specific industry when it comes to integrity? Well, as soon as they try to lie to you and, and get caught, it's time to get rid of them immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or if they, um, yeah, even, even in minor, even in minor, Issues. If they don't tell you the truth, they, they tell you I've spoken to that to to that person and, and they didn't speak to that person, or they say, well, the, the this report has been discussed with ABC and it has not been discussed. Then it's it's you, you have to immediately take out mm -hmm. the block. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it's also important that we as board members we are really supporting the management team also when it comes to hiring these external people, especially when it comes to investigations or maybe also audit, because we coming from that service industry, we know what, what kind of questions we should ask. And we also know when something is going to be overs uh, oversold to us because we know what they, what they can do in a certain yeah. time frame. But, you what know? they can <laughs> and what they can't and what, tech, exactly. what, what is technically possible or, or realistic and what is technical not possible or not realistic. And what is just marketing, you know? <laughs> yeah. When, when, when marketing is far ahead of the professionals. Then. <laughs> exactly. So an auditor is not a marketing guy. Not yet. <laughs> and it should, it should never become one. Should, should, exactly. Yeah. And where do you see all the trends and the potential at board level when it comes to corporate integrity? Do you see something already? Maybe also based on the last two years we had? I think sustainability is a, is a very big issue. 
and sustainability has arrived in boards. Yeah. And if we succeed in uh, showing that sustainability is one part of corporate integrity, or could be a part of mm -hmm. corporate integrity, that could be, be a key, or should be, that could be a key to really open the discussion to corporate integrity. Mm -hmm. So if you in the board and say, yes, now we have done our homework regarding um, sustainability. However, <laughs> there are a few more things to achieve um, real corporate integrity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, if ESG is only treated as a greenwashing topic or also the marketing topic, um, we will not achieve anything. That's what I think. You know, there's much yeah. more. And it's so important that we, that we take care. and. Uh, and really understand what's going on and what we would like to do as an organization in that field. The, the, the corporations where they publish a 200-page book on, on sustainability and the, uh, the CEO still flies in private jets, um, that's unfortunately not an exemption. Nope. No. <laughs> and and that's, that's terribly bad. So it's really... I always, in, in my... In the companies, I, I have something to say. I want that um, sustainability is part of the DNA. And whether they do a report or not, I give them. But the report is not the most important thing. It's, it's the thinking and the acting. Yes, and the behavior. It's really the behavior you have. And at the end, you know, the reports are just the documentation, but not the implementation yep. and living as such. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. The report you... can help. Mm -hmm. in, the pro in the progress of continuing um, development mm -hmm. that, that you measure the things and, and, and you might even publish it. But, but when I was still CEO with BDO, I always said we do not publish our, um, we have been uh, carbon dioxide neutral, but we never communicated that because I was always of the opinion that this is our task. We mm -hmm. have to do it. And if the people internally know that, that's fine. But it was never a marketing tool. But now it really turns to a marketing tool and often maybe also abused just as a marketing tool, you know. And people just yeah. do it because they have to and not because they know that at the end it's a competitive advantage if you are really strong in that field. Yeah, absolutely. So you are serving now more than five boards and you are going to have a new one in summer. That's what I heard, what you already said. We just don't know which kind of uh, which <laughs> bank it is. We will spot you and see what you're going to do. So you're now perceived as a full-time board member. So what is your wish to successfully conduct your roles in the future? Um, if I can contribute to the long-time well-being of the company, Mm -hmm. and bring in my beliefs, my views, and my values, because I think there is plenty of companies that can use a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. um, then I think I've, I've done my job. But it's, it's long-term. You have said I've been 29 years with my former <laughs> company. Um, I always think long-term, and I think it would, it is important that all board members and member in management think long term, because short short term is uh, uh, it uh, destroys a lot of good mm -hmm. things in companies. Absolutely. If you only run from quarter to quarter, that's not the way to do sustainability. Yep. It's not the way to do corporate integrity. That's not the way. Yep. 
it, it's it's a negative fact on all these um, good things. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's it, mm-hmm. it's long term. It takes time. In, in my former when when I became CEO, it took about three years. And then I fir- heard first time from people um, in, uh, employees that would say to me, I know exactly what you answer now. So if a question comes up and someone tells me, I know exactly what, what your answer is going to be now, then say, that's good. <laughs> that's exactly what I want to achieve. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. You know? And if you are just staying for a year or 18 months, you, you never arrive. You never arrive in the minds of your employees because you can't. Yeah. You are not seen. You are not, you are not a, pe- a person of trust. And they would also not speak up to you and tell you what's going wrong, wrong in your own organization. Never. Because they cannot build yeah. up that relationship with you. Because they, they do not know your values or, or mm-hmm. they, they do not trust your values because you didn't have the opportunity to show that that's not just in the booklet but you live it and you live up to these values absolutely so thank you very much Werner so it was a pleasure to listen to you and to learn from your experience and I wish you all the best for your future no matter what kind of role you are taking on I'm pretty sure you are going to have impact you also had impact over the last 30 years so no no question at all and also when it comes to corporate integrity Thank you so much for having me. This was our new episode of the Human Factor Corporate Integrity Matters. Following the motto, Corporate Integrity Secures and Empowers Individuals and Organizations. Thank you for listening. My name is Sonja Stiernemann and I'm your host. Stay curious, actionable and the role model. Take care and goodbye. Would you like to learn more, meet peers and getting qualified? So visit the website Corporate Integrity Concepts or Corporate Integrity Academy. Or do you think this podcast could be interesting for someone you know? Sharing is caring and we are always happy to welcome your peers to our community. And if you like this episode, subscribe and don't miss any of the future ones. The show notes are, of course, enriched with relevant information and your connection via any of the social media channels is highly appreciated and will be answered. Promised. And please do not forget... Topics of your interest or interview partners are highly welcome. Just send me a note on any of the channels you know.